So Scott, have you seen Hamilton? Have you part? Are you part of this sensation yet? I've listened to the soundtrack years ago when it first came out. My kids were into it. I'm told that our family is about to watch it on Disney. Oh, good. Oh, good. So you can now join the 21st century of people that are obsessed with this musical. Yes, but I didn't get to Overture to see it. It was too expensive. It was awesome. Halfway through the second act, or towards the end of the second act, there's been all this drama going on. There's been tawdry affairs. There's been... You know, the death of a child. There's been these somber songs about hurricanes and everything sort of kind of sad in a downer moment. And at one point, the narrator Aaron Burr says, Can we get back to politics, please? <laughs> the election of 1800. Can we get back to politics? Please. Yo, every action has its And that's what this podcast is going to do today. Because for the last three or four weeks, we've been talking about racial strife and injustice, which is a very serious issue. We've been talking about the pandemic and how we're dealing with coronavirus and ways to move forward. We've been talking about our struggling economy. But... Scott, can we get back to politics, please? That's a great idea, Phil. And nothing is more political in the state of Wisconsin in 2020 than the race for president. We're one of three key swing states that could go either way this fall. And the Donald Trump and Joe Biden campaigns and or their special interest supporters are already unleashing millions of dollars in TV attack ads here. So today on Center Stage with Milford and Hands, the Wisconsin State Journal's political podcast from the Sensible Center of Wisconsin Politics, let's play five political ads favoring or targeting Donald Trump and his Democratic rival Joe Biden from the last few weeks. I'm Scott Milford. I'm the editorial page editor for the Wisconsin State Journal. And I'm Phil Hands. I'm the editorial cartoonist for the Wisconsin State Journal. And we are half of the Wisconsin State Journal editorial board. The more political half. Maybe we're the more revolutionary half. <laughs> All right, Phil, this first ad is by Protect Our Care. Very astute and noble-sounding special interest group. Yeah, Protect Our Care sounds like a much better name than, like, only elect Democrats. <laughs> this one's running in La Crosse, Eau Claire, and Green Bay, not in Madison, so we probably haven't seen it around here. It's part of a $2 million campaign in three states, including Wisconsin. During the coronavirus, our older adults are most certainly being left behind. There's been over 100,000 Americans that have died from this. The most people that are dying are dying in nursing homes. All it takes is one person to be sick for a lot of people to get ill. The president has basically left our older adults, he's left our most vulnerable, extremely unprotected, and he had a duty to protect them, and that didn't happen. This crisis did not have to be as bad as it was. Ooh. Man, I thought Trump loved old people. <laughs> But that was his base. Uh, there was just polling out earlier this week. It wasn't Wisconsin specific, but it was suggesting that Trump is losing in the older demographic. And that was attributed to the nasty spread of the coronavirus and the fact that it threatens older people more than younger people. So I think what this ad's trying to do is push that message to an older demographic that last time supported Trump in places like Wisconsin, and this time with a candidate like Joe Biden, who's 77. He's old. That the Democrats hope to pull that back, and there's a lot of polling also saying that the country's not doing well on the virus. So this seems like a pretty 
effective ad. They had a Pennsylvania doctor there who was doing most of the talking and some pretty disturbing pictures of people in nursing homes apparently sick. The doctor speaking, his last name is Khan, and a lot of the images of people were minorities, which I think speaks well to our audience. But if you're just trying to break into that wall of old white people that like Trump, I don't know if having diverse representation in your ads really does you a whole lot of favors. Uh, you remember Wrath of Khan? Yes, I do, Scott. Or don't you do Star Trek? Do you only do uh, Star Wars film? I mean, I'm not a Star Trek fanatic, but I, I do occasionally partake and enjoy Star Trek. <laughs> the latest Marquette poll, by the way, which is now just about a month old, showed that Joe Biden had opened an eight percentage point lead over Donald Trump in Wisconsin, 49% to 41%. So maybe this strategy of getting an older white guy in Joe Biden who people know, who has a lot of experience, is working. It might be. We can't understate how unpopular Donald Trump is with much of America. Yeah, maybe it would be working regardless of who the candidate is. Donald Trump is probably the least popular president in my lifetime. But you're just a puppy. Bush had some times where he was down in the dumps and Bill Clinton was unpopular for a while, but nobody's been as unpopular consistently as Trump is. But he's staying in the 40s, and he was in the low 40s not long before the 2016 election when he won it. And so I still think Democrats are not taking anything for granted. No, they better not. Let's go to this second ad. This ad is by Restoration Pack. It's, of course, a conservative group. They want their country back. Uh, this is running right now across media markets in Wisconsin, and it criticizes Joe Biden for exaggerating his academic prowess back in 1987 when he was running for president the first time. This is actually, what, his third time he's running? Maybe Restoration Pack is a better name than, remember what happened 35 years ago, Pack? <laughs> Here we go. Joe Biden has never been president for some very good reasons. Where did you place in that class? One of them is still breathtaking years later. I think I probably have a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class, and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees, and I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. Really, Joe? Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student in college. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, ended up near the bottom of his class, and won only one degree, not three. Now Biden says Newsweek is right. His memory had failed him. Joe Biden, unsuited then, unsuited now. Restoration Pack is responsible for the content of his advertising. All right. <laughs> it's kind of reassuring, though, that Joe Biden's been misremembering things for 33 years now. Yeah, apparently he's not going senile or losing his mind because of old age. He's always been this way. <laughs> I think it's interesting that like Joe Biden's like, hey, I was in the top half of my class. Like, I would expect any person who's running for any political job to be like, yeah, I was in the top half of my class. I was just better <laughs> than the half the morons in the class. If he's unsuited because he's lying about what he's done, though, what does that say about Donald Trump? Well, we don't know where Donald Trump finished in his class. We have anecdotes of professors calling him morons and such, but we don't. he, don't, he won't release any of his records about how he finished up school. We do know that he's lied about some of his past, including how good of a baseball player he was. 
Trump has claimed he almost went pro and was the best baseball player in New York State. But when Slate Magazine looked back at newspaper clips covering his games, he had a 138 average from the games that were covered in the local newspapers. That's pretty mediocre. I would say I was a decent baseball player. In eighth grade, I hit over 700 for the season. Granted, it was a little, uh, it was a pretty rinky-dink little league, but yeah, so there you go. I was a good baseball player in high school. I lettered four years at second base, good hitter, but I was incredibly embarrassed when I went to Miller Park and Phil Hands was able to throw a fastball faster than I could. Yeah, well, I got 10 years under you, Scott, so it's just (laughs) the young arm I got. Anyway, Biden does come off incredibly arrogant in this video, albeit from 1987. He looks horrible. It's so smug and full of himself. And that plays into the cliche, if if not somewhat credible, criticism of Democrats that they're snooty know-it-alls. Yeah. But yeah, if anybody brags more than anybody else on the planet, I think it's Donald Trump. Remember what Donald Trump said? He knew all the best words. <laughs> This also reminds me of a a much more recent than 1987 incident when Joe Biden went to Detroit and he was meeting with some line workers and he had a big exchange with one of the line workers where he got pretty rude and a little arrogant and it kind of reminded me of that. Maybe Joe Biden doesn't have like that unflappable thick skin that he likes to portray himself. I I think he can be easily rattled by somebody in a crowd which isn't a great quality in leadership, but Trump does the same thing too, I guess. So, I mean, that's the thing. If Biden is unsuited for the presidency, which this ad says he is, because he exaggerates about what he has accomplished and he's rude and arrogant, well, gee whiz, Trump is not suited 10 times over. It's like the uh, the pot calling the kettle black, I guess. All right, this next ad is actually a Joe Biden ad. This is like a unicorn of political ads. Very rarely do candidates actually create, produce, and put their own ads on the air. They usually let their dirty henchmen and their dark money cohorts do the dirty work for them. The first two that we talked about were very negative, sometimes, especially early in a race, and especially if you're ahead, you just run an ad that says, gee whiz, I'm a great guy. Gee whiz, aren't I, the, aren't I swell? This is part of a multi-million dollar battleground state ad running in Wisconsin. In a crisis, it's character that counts. We need a president who leads with faith, not fear. Who understands your pain because he's lived through his own. Who knows it's not about him, it's about us. That's Joe Biden. They pick a lot of images into a 15-second ad, too. You can't see those images in the podcast, but it's there's a, there's a lot. Yeah, he's comforting uh, some blue-collar people. He's at a church. There's an image of him with his now-deceased military son, Bo. Lots of American flags. And there's a lot of people of color in this ad. He doesn't have to try to pretend to be more understanding people in color than Donald Trump is. I mean, Donald Trump is perhaps the most racially divisive president we've had in the last 50 years. So again, with this ad, I think they're trying to appeal to a lot of people in the middle who maybe went with Trump last time after voting for Obama but this time might come back to Joe Biden. He's also appealing to people that like uh, shoulder rubs because he's touching the shoulder of every single person in that video. But he's got his shoulder on other men, not women. No, no, he's not doing the creepy shoulder rub. It's just the forward (laughs) shoulder rub. Because he wouldn't want to bring up the creepy rub there, but he is pretty touchy-feely. This is also, at least I hope it's pre-COVID because they're getting in close talking to lots of people. And I don't see any masks, Phil. Is this irresponsible? 
I would assume it's pre-COVID, but you never know. Joe Biden can be a little bit befuddled. It starts with him wearing a mask, though. There is also a reference here to sort of feel your pain, the old Bill Clinton line, that he understands the common person. And that's another theme that Hillary Clinton sort of botched, I think, last time. We know that Joe Biden understands the common person because he didn't finish in the top of his ha- half of his class in law school. And <laughs> he was an outstanding college student of the year. And he didn't get a full scholarship. So he's just like everybody else. Hey, he's from Scranton, home of Dunder Mifflin. Like, I love that he's always talking about Scranton. Didn't he move out of Scranton? He was like 10 years old or something. Everybody moves out of Scranton when they're 10 years old. (laughs) To to find a better school for their kids, right? Yeah, other than Michael Scott. It's like me saying, I grew up in Syracuse, New York. I happen to be born there and lived there for six months. All right, this next one is by America First Action Pack. Scott, can we not call these packs? We call these evil dark money groups just in general. Yeah, but you got to catch the wordplay there, which I appreciate. Action Pack. Get it? Action Packed. I'd like to say this is a better name than the hold your nose and vote for Trump pack. <laughs> but it is a pro-Trump ad targeting Joe Biden on NAFTA, the North American Free Trade Agreement, which Donald Trump, just like Bernie Sanders says, has been a disaster. Joe Biden's trade deals with China cost Wisconsin nearly 89,000 jobs, but it doesn't stop there. Listen. I'm supporting NAFTA. Because I think it is a positive thing to do. NAFTA shipped our jobs to Mexico, closed our factories, and after 20 years, would Biden fix his mistake? Do you support renegotiating NAFTA? No. Over 200,000 Wisconsin jobs lost. Joe Biden, he's been wrong for too long. America First Action is responsible for the content of this advertising. This was part of a two-point two five million dollar ad buy that ran through july 4th so it's done it did not run in madison this ran in green bay lacrosse milwaukee and wausau madison of course is a democratic stronghold but the top counties for donald trump votes in 2016 were number one waukesha number two milwaukee number three dane county That's just because of the sheer size of Dane County, even though more than 75% of people here voted for Hillary Clinton. I guarantee you, Scott, you and I and our podcast listeners are the only people that realize that Dane County is one of the highest voting Republican counties in the state in terms of total votes that you need. Maybe the Trump people don't advertise here just because they don't want to offend all the liberals and get them fired up to vote against him. In any case, what'd you think about this ad? I like how they time that classic Joe Biden teeth-whitened smile at the end just to kind of rub it in that, yeah, this guy is smiling about killing our jobs. I think it's a pretty effective ad to be running in Wisconsin when you consider that Biden was being beaten up by the progressives, especially Bernie Sanders, over free trade policies in the past. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Of course, they're citing these numbers that talk about how many people got government help because their jobs were lost because of free trade, but they got help to transition to new jobs. And the ad doesn't mention that a whole bunch of jobs, a whole bunch more, were created because of free trade. Wisconsin is now sending more products, for example, to Mexico than Mexico is sending to us. And what's interesting is they just had a survey of WMC members. And despite all of the COVID stuff that's been going on, not enough skilled workers is still the number two concern of most employers in Wisconsin. 
The ad is fair. It, it, it totally knocks Joe Biden on NAFTA, which is that's your point. That's that's totally fine. I think you and I disagree that NAFTA has been the worst thing in the world for Wisconsin jobs. But I do like at the end that you can actually, you can actually when he's asked the question, would you renegotiate NAFTA? You can hear him say no. And then you can hear the butt be cut off before he, <laughs> before he could say no, but there's some things I'd like to change or whatever he's going to say. You can totally hear the rest of it being cut off in the ad. But that's what ads do, right? They just present one side of a candidate. We're not looking for political ads to rent you a, uh, a rounded perspective that gets to the real truth of what the debate is. I would be surprised, though, if we don't see at some point here an ad targeting Donald Trump for ripping on Harley Davidson. I mean, if you want to talk about manufacturing jobs, Trump's trade wars have hurt manufacturers. I would bet if you polled them, they would say that's been far worse than anything NAFTA has done to them. Or the number of farms that have shut down because of the tariffs. And we live in Madison and manufacturing does not drive the Madison area. Technology and government and the university drive the economy here. I think you get out to more smaller towns, manufacturing is still huge. So I think the message plays. The final ad we're going to play is by Democratic Super PAC Priorities USA. This one is running in Green Bay, Appleton, La Crosse, Eau Claire areas, as well as Milwaukee. Gee, Madison snubbed again. The most important job of a president is to protect the American people, but not to Donald Trump. So I said to my people, slow the testing down, please. That's right. Instead of working to slow the spread, Donald Trump says he's slowed down the testing. Now, over 120,000 dead. And while other countries get back to work, here, cases continue to skyrocket. Donald Trump is making it all worse. He's failing America. Priorities USA Action is responsible for the content of this ad. I feel sorry for the fact checker on this one, because after... Trump said, I told my people, slow the testing down, please. And after that, everybody on Trump's staff and campaign said, come on, media and liberals. He was just joking. So then they asked the president, did you ask him to slow it down? He's like, yes. Yes, I did. So he confirmed it. So uh, I don't know what you do with that as a fact checker. I love that he refers to his senior White House staff as, I told my people. (laughs) <laughs> like, have your people call my people. That's how you do a real estate deal in Jersey. COVID-19 just sort of illustrates the president's general incompetence in everything, but it just highlights it. So it's a great talking point for the left. And I don't think the president's going to do anything to change it. And he's not bringing it up. At least his supporters do not want to bring it up in ads. They're they're doing the ads that you kind of figured They would always do against Joe Biden, go after who he is and some of his unpopular positions like NAFTA and free trade. But who would have ever thought several months ago that a pandemic would be the issue in the race that Democrats would be pushing ceaselessly as if they didn't have any other targets to hit? Usually the contender is not the one saying I'm presidential. Usually the president has that sort of weight behind them, but this one doesn't. And Trump's going to be doing anything he can to distract from that. That Joe Biden ads from 30 years ago, NAFTA's from 30 years ago. It's, yeah. it's not like this is anything new. Well, Joe Biden's from 30 years ago. 
Touche. I'll be curious to, to learn when this is all said and done, what percentage of the money spent on the campaign was spent in the three states of Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania when it's all said and done? Opinions about Trump seem so locked into place. His poll, He's been in the low 40s forever, pretty much his entire four years in office during his first term. You kind of wonder if, does any of this make any difference, really? I think the highest polling number Trump ever had in Wisconsin is when he got 46% of the vote. I don't think he's ever yeah. been above 46% since then. So what's the big picture takeaway from this? We are now 118 days, Phil, away from the presidential election. The Democrats, all they want to talk about is COVID-19 and how Trump has screwed it up. The Republicans do not want to talk about COVID-19. They want to talk about uh, how old Joe Biden is and crazy things he says and that he's against blue collar jobs. Blue collar Joe? What? (laughs) It's a tough sell. I mean, that's why a lot of Democrats wanted Joe Biden at the top of the ticket for that very reason, was that he was more immune to attacks and the peeling away of blue collar voters. You know what my big takeaway from this is, Scott? What, it's time for lunch? Thank God for Netflix and Disney Plus. They don't have political ads at all. Yeah. And I'm going to make a point of watching Hamilton this weekend. You got me really curious now. I I didn't know that they were going to talk about politics so much in there. It's all about politics. It's all sort of made up politics, but it's interesting. It's definitely worth watching. Uh, Unlike these ads? I wouldn't cancel Hamilton anytime soon. You know there's a movement to cancel Hamilton? Yeah, we just had a column in the paper by S.E. Cup, a defending Hamilton, and it had a quote from a Lin-Manuel, what's his name? Miranda, Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's really hard to say, if you, especially if you had one beer, it's, his name is impossible to say. For the record, I'm drinking a blood orange and black raspberry Pellegrino sparkling water. God, how elitist is that? What have you got there on your side of this Zoom call? Kirkland brand grapefruit uh, sparkling water. Now that's suburban. I don't know which is worse. Your suburban sparkling water or my elitist sparkling water? I don't know which is worse, Scott. All I know is that I once used my Costco card to purchase beer. I'd forgotten my ID someplace and I was trying to get a beer at the union. And the, and the college student was like, I can't sell you beer without an ID. I was like, well, I got a Costco card. He's like, yeah, nobody under 21 has a Costco card. <laughs> Our house band is Tube Tester. Find and follow Center Stage with Milford and Hands on your favorite podcasting app or go to go.madison.com slash center stage.